0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Bull Take Scouting Podcast. Today, I'm joined by a special guest, 2022 NFL draft prospect and former Coastal Carolina defensive tackle, C.J. Brewer. How you doing today, C.J.? I'm doing good, my man. How you doing? Really good. Thanks for coming on. Oh, yes, sir. I'm glad you could have me. Yeah, of course. So let's really go back through your football journey all the way at the beginning. When did you start playing football and what made you fall in love with the game?
1: Uh, Man, I started playing football when I was, I want to say four. Yeah, I was four. I started playing a little earlier. I'm was i from a small town and I was bigger than everybody. And, you know, so me and my family, uh, we knew the guy that ran the rec and everything. He was pretty much, you know, like a father figure, uncle and everything to me, you know, coach, everything, the whole nine yards. So, you know, he started letting me play early. And I just kind of fell in love with it really once I was, you know, able to hit somebody and just go out there and just, you know, have fun.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And throughout your whole career, what do you say has been your favorite moment, your favorite game in all these years?
1: Oh, that's crazy.
0: That's going to be hard.
1: <laughs> favorite moment of the game? It's probably going to be App State last year, 2020. Yeah. When, um, you know, I got the sack that pretty much sealed the ball game for us here. You know, we just yeah. went here at school.
0: And, I mean, you know, that's, the, that's the dream for any defensive lineman, yeah, man.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that's was, was, was probably that moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's a great one. So going back to your recruiting process, you were just a two-star recruit coming out of high school. Would you say that being lowly recruited fueled you, put a chip on your shoulder to achieve great things in your college career?
1: Yeah, yeah, most yeah, definitely. Right. Honestly, You know, I've, I've always, you know, been one of the guys, that, I guess you could say, like, come from the bottom, the, got it out the hard way and everything. So, yeah, they put a chip on my shoulder just coming in. You know, really, I only think I was a two-star until I committed to Coastal. I think mm-hmm. once I committed, I kind of got another star or whatever. But, you know, it's all part of the journey. You know, everybody got a different journey. and You know what I'm saying? I was just blessed to be able to get off from here, you know, and, you know, commit to Coastal and just, you know, enjoy these last, you know, to my five, six years that I spent here. It's been a blessing.
0: What made you choose Coastal?
1: Uh, mainly on my visit, man. It just felt like home. You know, I'm real big on just the family atmosphere and everything. And it's just like some things just it just feel perfect feel like it was the right fit and that's what i told my mom you know we came up on an official visit and she pretty much said the same thing like i thought it's the right fit for you you know as long as as long as you want to do it i was like most definitely and it just like i said i don't look i haven't looked back i don't regret it or nothing all the ups and downs
0: yeah a lot of guys tell us you know it it was really the feeling that visit just felt right felt like the the right place uh sounds like it was that for you and so when you started your Career at Coastal, you had a redshirt season your first year. How do you think sitting out and redshirting that year helps you achieve success on the field in later years of your career? Oh,
1: you know that really, that really humbled me. You know, coming from you know, you know. Once I got to high school as a freshman, you know, I started on both sides of the ball. You know, even in sixth grade, you know, I was in my seventh grade year. I played middle school ball. I started and everything. So, you know, it, was, it really humbled me just coming from being able to play all my years to getting to college and like, oh, dang, you know, what I'm saying maybe I'm not good enough yet, or I don't understand the game enough. You know, it's a lot of different things that you know that's involved in it. But yeah, it really humbled me, made me hit the weight room harder that um that year I redshirted and everything, and I felt like you know set me up
0: for where I am now. Following that year, you really steadily improved throughout your career to the point where your last two seasons, you were named first-team all-conference both years. You notched throughout those two years combined over uh, twenty sat or twenty TFLs, over ten sacks. So, what went into beyond that fr- that freshman year redshirting, be able to progress so much and becoming one of the main stars of that defense by the end of your time? Oh, mainly, mainly just putting work in. You know, and just trusting the process, you know, I feel
1: like that's always the hard part of just trusting everything on play how it's supposed to. And like I said, just putting the work in, being with all my boys here, you know, my main got to run, you know what I'm saying? We always push each other to strive and, you know, work, you know, work our butts off each and every day. And I felt like, you know, that's what I did. And it just started reaping everything. Everything just started coming to life. And, you know, I just was able to just work and just, you know, have fun while I was doing
0: it and just, you know, ball, yeah, I mean, it's clear that everyone on your team took that same approach because, I mean, Coastal is a, a program that only had their first full FBS season in 2017, and I mean, by 2020, you guys were in the national spotlight, had a had a dream season, finishing as co-champions of the Sun Belt, had another really stellar year this year at 11 and two. What what has gone in as a program to being able being able to build such success and a winning culture so quickly at the FBS level?
1: Oh, you know, man, it's just the precious stuff that we got here. You know what I'm saying? They, you know, they will make us work day in and day out and understand nothing is going to be handed to us. You know what I'm saying? We realized that the first year we went three and nine and then five and seven. Like, you know, we knew we had it, but it was just a matter of just trusting it and putting everything together, putting all the puzzle pieces together and just working our butts off. Like, you know what I'm saying? We know at the FBS level, really any level, nobody's going to hand nothing to you. Yeah. We came in with that, you know, under, you know, that dog mentality. You got to work. You know what I'm saying if you want, you know what I'm saying if you want the spotlight, if you want to do what you want to do in life, it's just a matter of just working your butt off. And you know we just pushed each other. The 2019 offseason, it was rough. It was probably one of my, it was probably one of the worst. I never say one, not one of the worst, one of the hardest off seasons I've ever had. Yeah. It Was just training and everything. And like I said, I feel like it just, you know, it just got us right for that 2020, 21, you know, season. You know the things that we did in the past two to three years. It really just, it's been a blessing to just, like I said, trust in the process and listen to everybody. You know, listen to our coaches and everything, our strength staff. All those guys and just doing what we had to do.
0: For, for you and your teammate, it culminated in a win in the Cure Bowl against Northern Illinois. How did it feel for you walking off the field one last time with your boys with a win in a bowl game? A really great moment for your season. Oh
1: man, it was crazy. And that was our goal. You know, our goal last year was to come out, you know, uh, with a victory against Liberty in the Cure Bowl. So it's crazy. just crazy out of things work out, you know, how we got placed in the Cure Bowl again this year. You know, actually, we got a better experience, you know, with all the COVID situations last year. You know, we was only down there for a day. This time we was down there for it's like four to five days. So, you know, that was huge for us. You, you really get the whole experience. And then, you, and then just to come out on top with a win, it was really crazy. And just, you know, surreal. everybody was just, you know, crying tears and everything. You know, just how we changed the program, in a, you know,
0: in our years of being here. So, yeah, it was a blessing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been quite the success story for you at Coastal Carolina. And I think now we can get into your tape, analyze what makes you an NFL draft prospect. What would you say are your biggest strengths on the football field?
1: Uh, mainly just, you know, knowing what's coming and, you know, knowing my responsibility and, you know, just make sure I, I can do my 111, I'm where I'm supposed to be and using my hands and everything.
0: That makes a a lot of sense, Ben. At the same time, any good player knows they got to keep improving. Are there any specific areas to your game that you're looking to improve as you head into the NFL?
1: Oh yes, most definitely. You know, uh, you know, my pass rush, I always want to get better at that. Uh, you know, taking on double team blocks, you know, just pretty much everything. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm not in the pros yet. You know, I'm saying I'm not considered one of the top guys. So I got I got room for improvements everywhere. You know, my whole it really everywhere in my game is room for improvements. So I just, you know, I love to get better. I love, you know, the pro- like I said, I, I trust the process. I love it and just doing what I was supposed to do in each and every day just to get better at, the, like, you know, I said, my hands, my feet, just really the whole nine yards when it comes to playing defensive line.
0: Uh, I think that's a great approach. And in two days you've got your pro day, which is a huge opportunity for you to show off to NFL scouts, show that you've been improving and put up some impressive athletic numbers. So how's the preparation for that been going? Are you ready to really impress scouts?
1: Oh, yes, sir. Most definitely. <laughs> you know, it's been a blessing. You know, I was training at Bummerito's, Pete Bummerito's down in uh, Davie, Florida. Uh, you know, like I said, you know it was rough. Just you know, what I'm saying because actually I got had an injury in the bowl game and everything. Mm-hmm. So you get that right from that. You know, it was tough. You know, mentally and everything. But you know, the good Lord, He always look out. You know, I said I trust Him. I trust the process. So you know, it was, it was a blessing being there to get down there. You know, train with those guys, meet different people. That's you know, trying to accomplish the same goals that I'm trying to accomplish. So yeah, it's been fun. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm ready to get out there in front of the scouts so I can you know just relieve a little stress. My, you know, off my shoulders and everything.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a really great day for you. And let's wrap up now with a few fun questions that we like to ask every prospect. First one being, uh, th- throughout your your time as a football player in college or really as your, your whole life of, of loving football, playing football, have you had any NFL role models or players in the NFL that you've looked to emulate your game after?
1: Oh, uh, most definitely. Uh, one role model is, you know, I don't play his position, but I used to play uh Ray Lewis. He was like the first one that I really fell in love with. Mm-hmm. So just the way he approached the game, played the game, and you know, had that mentality that, you know, you got to get the job done and everything. Another uh guy, you know, I kinda watch a lot, Aaron Donald, of course, you know, so we both yeah. play D tackle position. Uh another guy would be Quentin, Quinn Williams. You know, he played Alabama, he played for the Jets. Now, those are the main three people, you know, that I watch and just kind of, you know, just you know, I, you know, I love they drive and how they, you know, approach the game and everything. You know, I know everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? So It's just, you know, it's just, I just love the game and just watching those guys and, you know, the way they did, kind of their builds each and every day.
0: I think those are definitely great role models to have and you can't go wrong with with those guys. And now I know uh, as, a, as a D tackle, you know, you might not want to give love to opposing offensive linemen, but we always like to ask this question. Over your college career at Coastal, who are a couple of the best players that you faced?
1: Oh, best oh. players, offensive line. Number one, Robert Hunt, he played with the Miami uh, Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, he's most definitely number one. He was, I think, one of the highest draft picks anyway then, in the Sun Belt. Uh, yeah. Robert Hunt, uh, his teammate, Kevin Dotson, it's crazy. They played mm-hmm. ball and tackle. He, he played with the Steelers now. And third, uh, best offensive line. Best offensive lineman I played against in games. Uh, third would probably be, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think all the teams we played. Uh, from South Carolina, my freshman year, we played, I can't think of it, I think it's Dan, Dan Stanley or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He played offensive tackle and he's in the league now, if I'm not mistaken. he was He was legit too.
0: Yeah, I mean those are some real solid answers. And now to wrap it up, we like to have this inspirational note to end off on. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever received from anyone in your football journey, be it a coach, a teammate, Aaron, really anyone? Um, probably that's a tough question. That's another tough. What's the question again? Best piece of advice you've received?
1: Best piece of advice I received would probably be. Uh, You know, it's it's, it's always going to be ups and downs. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of just trusting it. You know, seeing that it's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. And it's a matter of just you know, just a matter of just to keep going and you know, keep pushing.
0: You know, everybody have bad days and everything, but as long as you're good days, I wear your bad days. Yeah, I think I think your football journey really shows that. I mean, you started off as a two-star recruit, registered your your freshman year at a, an FBS startup program, finished with so much success at the individual and team level, and now you're on you're on the cusp of of the NFL of being drafted or signed by a team. So, I mean, it's been great talking to you, CJ, and I definitely wish you the the best of luck in the future. At Bull Take Scouting, we'll be watching you closely, rooting for you, man.
1: Yes, sir, thank
0: you for having me. No problem, have a good one, man. You too.